the more layers you have between you and the object of your desire, whatever that may be, the harder it is going to be to get to that object. Ladies and gentlemen, dogs and fleas, pull up a chair and sit on your knees. We have a story to tell you that we are still learning about. Welcome to Talk the Walk. My name is Henry Moses. And my name is Gabriel Moses. We are super happy to be here and thank you for joining us wherever you may be. Yes, sir. Come yes, to sir, the show. Yes, sir. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. Welcome to this. What is it? Welcome to the something show. I don't know. The song, probably one that we shouldn't have ever no, listened no, to. No, no, probably not. Long time ago, that, y'all. Long time ago, we used to listen to bad crap. Welcome to the smart stuff. Show stuff. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure it was Eminem. Okay, that's what I was thinking too. Sorry to say, I've listened to him. Yeah, he's in no fly zone anymore. I bet you, I bet you, Father Benitez listened to Eminem. I doubt it. But can you imagine if he did? Father Benitez being Miles. Miles. Our producer. producer. Yep. The producer. Yeah, that's for those of you don't, that don't know, he, he wants to be called Father Benitez from now on. <laughs> so if you run into him, Father Benitez is what he prefers. So... He kind of looks like a father Benitez. He's fatherly, that's yeah. for sure. And Benitez-y. Yeah. yeah, if he had a mustache, thick, thick, dark mustache, he would be. With those dark features. Yeah, I feel like maybe. he would be. If you, had, if you had hair, maybe you could be. Yeah, yeah, I do have thinking hair. It, thinking on it. I do have hair. Hair on your head. I do have hair the on my head. The top of your head. Well, I mean, let's get specific here. I just if, did. If you're going to spit a sentence out there, you don't come with it. Or don't. Goatees don't count. Is that hair? You need it on top of your head to be a Father Benitez. Oh, I'm definitely no Father Benitez. I'm Father Father Badalvez. What is that? <laughs> bald. 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 I was trying to think <laughs> I'm of not witty enough for it. Badald. What's a name that would go Badal Bald? Baldavides? There you go. How about that? I like that. Father Bald Baldavides. There's a Balderez. Balderas, yeah. Balderas out there. Yeah. Or just Father Baldy. That's the best. Yeah. You could be a monk. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what they call themselves. Brother? Brother. Yeah. Brother Baldy. Yeah. The double B. So, BB instead of PP. Yeah. Just be me. Podcast partner. Just be me. There you go. How about that? We've come full circle. But Miles is not. He's Father Benitez. Yeah. So, anyway, how's your week? <sighs> Full. Full. You know, once upon a time, work yeah, was like, yeah. where's the work at? Yeah, yeah. Where's the people? Now it's just uh, crazy, crazy phone. Don't mm-hmm. stop ringing. But the, the fun part here lately was just like I was telling you earlier, Logan's football game yesterday. <coughs> little, little dude is playing football. <coughs> And uh, he just watching him get to play was something else. He's in sixth grade. 
and he's he's on the low end of the totem pole with the other seventh and eighth graders. But watching him play football was legit. I'm like, get it, dude, get it. Yeah. You had to cheer for him. Yep, I saw the videos. He was lighting it up. Oh, yeah, that's that's fun. He was lighting it up. I love the challenge of sports. Oh, yeah. You know, looking back, we didn't like doing sports when we were young. We didn't want anything to do with it, really. Mm-mm. And uh, I wish I could have the same mentality then that I have now. Because you would have wanted to play sports. Heck, yeah. Me too. I've been lighting it up. Of course, now I wonder... How many adults, if they had the same mentality then that they have now, like, man, childhood sports would be different. Way. Yeah. Man, you talk about some seriousness going on. That's why you have some kids that shine out. Yeah. Man, if they have a better understanding of it, they're going to smoke them other kids because they just have that maturity on that level. Football dads. You know, football parents that just, man, from the very beginning, like their their father's a coach or this and that. Right. They They're just immersed in it all their better. lives. Mm-hmm. All life they get to be around it. That's, we were not around it at all. Mm-hmm. Closest we got to it was Sunday television because dad was always having the Cowboys play. Oh, yeah. They had that on, and I thought it was the most boring thing I ever saw in my life. What's new in the Gaby Bunch? Uh, I mean, Logan's football. Yeah. They had picture day yesterday, so yeah. we got up early. Logan, Logan still, speaking, speaking of Logan, does he still do awkward picture? Nah, he's getting oh, way better. His, he? his little smile was terrible for a minute there. So bad. He's like, it was yeah. very for, for those that have seen Friends. Chandler. Just, yeah, very Chandler-esque. Yeah. yeah. Horror. I mean, just, just, it was very clear that he was... Unsure of how to fake a smile. Yeah. Was ultimately what it came down to. Yeah. Right. Teeth gritted. It was like teeth gritted, eyes wide. Lips kind of curled over teeth in a way. Yeah. And then kind of the corners of his mouth going in opposite directions, like all going straight up. Just terrible. Uh, Yeah. Now he don't, he don't, he don't care. He rolls with it. Yeah. But yeah, so he so they got pictures yesterday, and Carrie got up early with them to do the hair, do all the stuff, and make them look all picture worthy. They were cute. So that was you yeah. Know. Carrie's been doing y'all's hair for a bit, huh? Oh, she also cuts our hair. Yeah, yeah. She yeah. Cuts your oh, hair, yeah. all the kids' hair, and you were telling me that round one of the haircutting didn't exactly <laughs> go as planned. <laughs> no, no, she took my part. Like a third of the way up my head, and there was nothing else underneath it to work with. She took it all off. And I was like, all right, well, there we go. And she was like, I messed it up. I'm like, nah. I was, uh, she was like, yeah, it's bad. I was like, hair grows back. And what happened the, What happened the next time it was time to get a haircut? I think I went to the barber shop next time. <laughs> and you told her? Uh, you told her something along the lines of y'all didn't have time. Yeah. You're busy, babe. I'm busy. Yep. You know, we're, we, I just got, I went and snuck it in, snuck in a quick to the barber shop. you know, just, it was worth it just to pay him to which her response was. I don't even remember. I remember. Cause you told me yesterday it was funny. 
Or you told her, you, I think you said that you told me that you were going to go get a haircut because she was busy and okay. And she just looked at you and said, I'm so sorry. <laughs> she knew she, she, she felt like, it. I, I know it's because this was, this was, but she's gotten good at it. So oh, she, we can talk about it. Now. She talks to other yeah. stylists and barbers and stuff and wants to learn how to yep. do it better. And now I'm like, I'll that's sit, funny. I'll sit right so down. She's talking to stylists about, Oh yeah. How to, Oh yeah. She, she, she's Googled stuff. I'm like, goodness gracious. She, she just wants to do it right. So she's, she's tenacious. She'll go out there and get it. That girl needs to go start her own barbershop. She needs to leave the ministry. No. Go open up a barbershop. I don't really want her running her fingers through some dude's hair. No. I tell you. Just us. So I was talking this morning. On which, by the way, for those of you that don't know, and probably most of these people listening don't know, Christmas season's just about here. You realize that? September 21st? 5th. Your wife's birthday. Oh, it is the 25th. Yep. Okay. Yep. That's Christmas season. As far as I'm concerned, it's three months out. It's Christmas season. That's the day I start playing Christmas music. The other day, or I play it all year. I'm sure. late, I'm, I'm, no, no. I play I, it all year. I don't want to burn it out. Oh. I want to. I want to save it for sure. Summer doesn't deserve it. Oh, the so, I, so I'll wait, but I need fall to be hitting. Mm-hmm. You know that cooler weather. Yeah, we got the fair coming into town. The seventies right now. It'll be in the eighties about the time of Christmas music mm-hmm. season. But you know, so Christmas. So I was talking this morning about Christmas caroling. Who were you talking with? With Brandy. Oh, okay. We were talking about it. About Christmas caroling, she said she's she said I've never, I've never seen anybody do it. Yeah, it's a thing of the past. Sadly, but I remember people Christmas caroling when we were kids. So do I. Yeah, and that was in the past. And I think we did it. Mm-hmm. I think like we did once it. or twice. Mm-hmm. So I feel like you're gonna go do that. I feel like many of us are gonna go do. That. I feel like you might. And you might be right there with me. Not going to happen. It could happen. You know why it's not going to happen? Look, you've got six kids. They're not singers. Mary is. and But you don't have to be singers. Here's the deal. Here's the deal. Like, the last it time really that we did this. No, 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 no. The last time we did this, we did it to mom for mom. Remember yeah. that? Do you remember that? Not really. We, we sang in front of her house. We got in front of her house. We sang to her and all that stuff. Boo and I, our little sister... Our youngest sibling and I were standing near each other, and <laughs> you know how it goes. If one person hits a note that's not right, you start to chuckle. It tickles you a little bit. You're like, that was terrible. Let's call just be mature. Dude, no. No. There's no maturity in singing. Yes. There is. You and I have sang on this podcast many times, and it's never been mature. Well, we're not trying to be mature. But if you're going and you're caroling to somebody's house that you don't know, now it's one thing. If That's the whole point. You're trying hard, right? So if you try hard and then you fail. Well, it's funny. Yeah. It's, you it's can, a you fail. can laugh it up try hard, on fail the way hard. to the next house. But <laughs> no, no, no. You I don't get right good. At, look, look. And, and we're going to kind of talk about this in our topic in a little bit. But you don't get good at something by not doing it. 
I don't care to get good at it. You, you do it. And plus, as people, like, man, we need to bring right, that you tradition get, you get back. On, and I know we're it. jumping on. We're not in Christmas season yet. <laughs> so we're jumping on this a little early. But, I'm, man, I'm, I'm trying to get the message out. We need to make this happen. Go right ahead. Well, I'll do it. Hey, nobody's stopping you. But you got eight in your posse. I will be standing I back about a house get, away yeah. with my recorder. I'll be recording you on video. All right. Well, I at least need <coughs> I at least need your wife and your kids. You can borrow some of my kids. In. Carrie's gonna be chuckling next to me. No, we're she's gonna be gonna re- be in there. Singing. We're gonna be recording you and six kids. Christmas caroling. The only thing is, is down the street. You got to either learn the music or have books. Cheap. But then you got to bring the book. To, yeah, but then you got to have light to be able to read it. Hold up your light on your phone. That's true. You, you got have it. an advantage. Plus, everybody has the porch light. You got a porch light. They'll be fine. No, you do it for the street. No. What? Oh, yeah. You don't go up in people's yards. Yes, you do. No, you don't. See, this is why we cannot do this. Yeah. We already differ. No, you can't go into people's yard. That's trespassing. You get shot. Well, how about people that'll call the cops say you're disturbing the peace? You want to go down, you go down that road? i just come out and say something. But if you're on their yard, they're probably going to be like, yo. Uh-uh. For Christmas, Carolyn? I mean, I wouldn't, but I think some people would. Depends on where you're at. If there ain't a fence there, you go for it. But Brandy, Brandy was like, did you, did you, uh, did anybody, was anybody ever like, you know, beat it? Uh, no, I don't remember that That's ever. That's what I'm saying. They won't do that. But times are a little different now. People are a little bit more angry. Carrie and I were talking about Halloween, which is coming up on us. Yeah. And we were talking about the things that people put in their yard that, oh, yeah. that I'm like, and Carrie, she, we, we were talking about the San Jacinto district of Amarillo and how she was sad because she said, and, you know, our the school we send our kids to is in that area, so we drive through there a lot. Mm-hmm. Well, these these houses, man, they're all decked out on Halloween. All sorts of Halloween-y type stuff. Mm-hmm. Some of it, not so bad, you know. You know, pumpkin, black, mm-hmm. black cat or whatever. Some of it a little worse. Skulls and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Stuff that just seems more demonic, which is all attributed to Satan. I'm like, I'm sorry, but this is all a celebration of Satan. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. And uh, she goes, but then the sad part was thinking about Christmas time. Hardly any of them have decorations at Christmas. And it just misplaced hearts, misplaced priorities in life. Mm. And Well, it's yeah, that's the way the society wants you to look. They're getting away from saying Merry Christmas and... You know, more happy holidays and all that kind of stuff. And it's just, you know, I'm sure this is a conversation we'll have again come Christmas time. But oh, yeah. But it's a, but it's, you know, it is a kind of a state of the nation. Well, and Carrie, I mean, state of the world, really. Carrie, Carrie used to love Halloween, went, you know, years, a few years back. Mm -hmm. And they would take their kids. Her and her ex-husband would take their kids trick-or-treating to some small degree. A lot of Christians do. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, I don't um, get it, but okay. Uh, me neither. I've, I'm not ever going to do it. No. But it's something that 
kind of slips by mm-hmm. a, a Christian, mm-hmm. I think, to where it's like, well, well, right, well. Mm-hmm. And uh, it all starts with, well, <laughs> you know, what's up? And just, and that's a, up well, yeah, I'm not, you know, is it a sin to dress up like a pilgrim and a Pillsbury Doughboy and, you know, attire or whatever you're going to dress up with? Mm-hmm. And, uh, no. Football player. You know, but, uh, but. I don't know. And I've heard it. You know, I've heard people say, Pastor Stan being one, and he did a sermon on how it was originally a Christian holiday and and taking it back and all that. It was very interesting and very convincing. Ain't going to be no taking it back. Yeah. So I just, but I, for me, I'm like, you know, yeah. Is it a sin? You know, no. But man, at what point are we? I'll put it this way. I mean, I went and got a haircut one time. At uh, I forget the name of the place, but it was over off Georgia mm-hmm. Street, and sport it was clips. Mm, nope, not sport clips. Something great clips. Something cool. Great cuts. Top cuts. Yeah, right. You how know. many how many clips and yeah. cuts do we have yeah. out there? Is it super, that men's salon? Is that what you're talking about? Super duper clips. That one they call the men's salon. Something like there. that. Yeah. yeah. Tune-ups. That That's it. it. Tune-ups. Yeah. That's it. That's the yeah. one. I go up in there because it was cool. I mean. Yeah, it is cool. Yeah. I mean, it was. It just seemed like yeah. a cool, chill place. Yep. And but I look around as I was getting my hair cut, and I saw it, of course, when I came out. And it was Halloween. I, yeah. You know, you get used to people just are going to decorate for Halloween. But dude, it had pentagram, and it had oh no, uh, no, some other stuff up on the wall. And I was like, I ain't never coming back here again. Yeah. That well, and that's one that of two things. It's either ignorance or. Just direct embracing of yeah, like, yeah that's like it's the, one or the other. Yeah, and both are both are bad. Which which I love it because ignorance. It's like it's like our grandpa always told us, ignorance of the law doesn't mean you don't get the speeding ticket. Yeah, you, you, just because I didn't know. Yeah. Oh well, just it doesn't matter spirits, if you didn't know the law. Spirits the law. that come with it. And, oh you know, yeah. It's a it's a man. This is a we we don't wrestle against flesh and blood, but against powers and. Principalities, Principalities. presence, darkness. Yep. yep. Oh, yeah. You know, it I mean, is what it is. So that's going on. Like the spiritual battle is going on constantly. And there's a house down the street from our house. Dang, Henry, it is lit up with mm-hmm. just, it, what's mm-hmm. that movie, Jason, or with the mask? Friday the 13th. Yeah. He's over there in this 10 foot tall skeleton thing, just a bunch of stuff. And I'm like, you know, Carrie and I were going past there the other day and we're just like, well, I don't remember seeing your house all lit up for Christmas. And that's a choice. Mm-hmm. It's a choice. Well, in which, you know, I mean, if they're not Christians, you can't expect them to do Christian things. But it is just a sad thing. But to are see. you? It used to be Christmas used to be something that everybody did, you know. And yeah. That's I don't know. I do. Um, I want to get a cross in my front yard and light it up for Halloween. I do have a. a uh, oh, we're doing good. I do have a correction to make, apparently. Yep. Our, we we our were informed. Professional staff of fact checkers, Jenny. Jenny Tuck. Yep. Uh, came through for us. And apparently, <laughs> when I was t- trying to talk about who might have been the, probably is the tallest country Western singer in Trace Atkins, <laughs> <laughs> Not. I got it, I got it mixed up with. 
and Travis Tritt. To be fair, they both started out with T T R A. Yeah. So Tra- you know, Tra- you can Tra- see you Tra- can see how it happened. But it's funny because what I didn't realize, and I love country western music, and have listened to it since the nineties. <laughs> uh, apparently. Travis Trent is the shortest, the shortest dude out there. Country music <laughs> singer. What are the odds? What are the odds? I didn't know. You can't tell on the album cover. <laughs> you can't tell. So I've never. I don't go to concerts. Trace Atkins is huge. Huge. He's a big man. He's a big dude. And his voice, big is voice. Big. Yeah. Yeah. He, big ponytail. I mean, you know. We can try to talk like him. Yeah. I, I don't know. He does the big tractor commercial. Yeah. yeah. He's as country as they get. Yeah. Then you got the Yeah. For those Travis of you that Tritt. haven't seen, that aren't really in a country western, Look Trace Atkins is the guy that, that played the agent on uh, I Can, I only, can imagine. only Imagine, which if you haven't seen that, it just goes best in. Movie. It's phenomenal. Oh. Um, so he's the guy that played the agent. I mean, you all remember how big he was. So big. Darn dude, you know, with a ponytail and the smallest dude, apparently. Travis Trick, five foot seven. Five foot seven. <laughs> that's what I was told. If that's wrong, then Travis, I apologize. Uh, like you're, I know you're probably listening. He's like five foot seven and a half. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mr. Trick. Um, we, if you're listening, we're glad you're a listener of the show. That's why he wears boots. And you're welcome to come on here anytime. Show us just that. How wrong we are. He wants to feel a little taller. Yeah. That's why he chose country western instead of hip hop. My cell phone number is 806-672-3185. You can call me up and I will have you on the show. And I will say admit I'm wrong. You think he's gonna call? No. You don't think he listens? I hope so. You don't think he's one of our tens and tens of listeners? I think we're losing some of those tens and tens. <laughs> right now with this, he he is not listening. If he is, I hope he comes and hangs out with us. Yeah, they're like. But sorry, Travis, I'd rather have Trace. <laughs> they're like enough of the nonsense already. I'd rather have Trace. <laughs> Man, I'd take anybody that's... It's, Give me Trace. Yeah. I'll take a Trace. I'll take Bart. Bart. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. From Mercy Me. Well, Bart, golly, man. His music. Man, no, I was reading that he's got the most. Does he beat Skillet? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's got the most number one chart-topping Christian singles Yeah. in history, and it's not even close. Like, he yep. smokes second or they mercy me they smoke second well this is what goes on when you mm. choose to minister mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you are blessed and on that note <laughs> how about we discuss that we could talk about that don't you think so i was thinking about a game and we talk about witnessing and we talk about the challenging ourselves and we talk about Getting out there, going against our fears, being selfless, the acronym joy, Jesus, other yourself. We talk about all this stuff. We kind of kind of get into uh the importance of it and all that. But do we have you know, I was thinking about it and I was thinking about 
what it without attempting to sound selfish or meaning to sound selfish. What's it do for me? Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. And I wasn't thinking about it like, Oh, what's a good reason? Like, that's not why I'm going to go do it. You were just thinking about it. But what does it do for me? You know, for one, your soul. one, we've talked about it before. Like if you don't get out there and do it, you're not like we were talking about just a little bit ago. You're not going to get better at something without going and doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's fine. So we should be doing it. But I was thinking about it. And I thought, you know, the more you do something, and I think, you know, it's probably because we're in sales and we were talking very silly about doing phone calls mm-hmm. and that. And I thought, man, this just putting yourself out there like that is going to make you a better Christian. Absolutely. It, in my opinion. Absolutely. It's going to make you because you're going through the fire. You're going through the fire. I mean, if you, if you, and if you don't, well, we'll talk about that. If, if you don't, the, the, yeah, we'll go over that. Kind of what kind of, but yeah, I mean, get, just getting yourself in the fire. It's going to, it's going to challenge you to, to want to understand your scriptures better. Mm-hmm. That's a big one. Going to challenge you to want to live your life better because you know, How, what does your witness look like? Yeah. What yep. does your witness look like? Yep. You know, it's going to challenge you. It's going to make you more courageous, more outspoken. Gabe, I was listening to a, a, a gal named Sage Steele, which cool. cool. Name. Yeah. How cool is cool that? Name. It's just cool. Yeah. And, uh, she was a, uh, uh, news anchor on ESPN for 16, 17 years. I think it's 16 years. And, uh, neat lady, very good at what she does. But she was talking about how she was like increased, just stupid shy, stupid shy. Like basically didn't talk to anybody when she was a kid. And she told her parents she wanted to be a news anchor. They're like, and they're like, uh, you don't talk to anybody, (laughs) you know? So they sent her to doctors to help her to learn how to talk to people. (laughs) Because this is what she wanted to do. And they wanted her to be able to do her dream. That's cute. And now she's phenomenal. I mean, so well-spoken and even better than me. I know that's shocking, you know, to hear, (laughs) especially Jenny and Carrie are probably just stunned that that's even possible. But it is possible. There are people that are better spoken than me. It's achievable. Probably even enunciate better than I do, you know. So, (laughs) but... And they don't talk faster than I do. I think you're you're solid. Speed talker. And uh, so, but, (laughs) uh, man, this gal, she just carries on conversation. So well-spoken, well thought out. And I thought, you, it's hard for me to grasp her ever being shy. Mm -hmm. But that just, you know, people, people, we tend to think, well, that's not me. You know, talking about witnessing. Well, that's not my gift. Right. I'm not gifted, you know, verbally. I'm not verbally gifted. I'm verbally challenged, you know. And uh, this old gal went to see doctors, probably, you know, speech therapists. Yep, yep. And and made her dream come true. But it was just that important to her. And she had to strengthen. Like, everything's not just going to come naturally. Well, what's it going to do to us 
if we, cause granted, maybe all of us can't afford it. It'd be great. Maybe, maybe we should start a ministry where we do, uh, uh, witnessing, <laughs> witnessing, witnessing classes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which I've heard of some churches doing that. Um, but not, but not a lot. Yeah. Um, uh, but getting out there, you know, just putting yourself out there, mm-hmm. it's gonna, it's gonna start to change who you are. <laughs> no question. I like the idea of, um, if you take a jar, stick it, seven feet away from you take 10 quarters and try to throw them in that jar and you do that 10 times on the 10th time of trying these 10 quarters you're going to get a lot more of those quarters in on the 10th round than you did on the first round it's common sense but people are nervous to do stuff so they don't start pursuing that Mm -hmm. unless unless something by force usually force will make someone do it but um, with witnessing, I, I used to be scared to, I used to be scared to bring up Jesus name and salvation and the freedom and the gospel because I thought I was going to be laughed on out of there or just told, I don't, I don't care. Yeah. And um, so it was hard at first, but over the course of years it is funny how it has naturally become a part of every conversation I have. Yeah. All of the conversations I have these days, God will be incorporated in there because he's become more and more a part of my life. Mm-hmm. He's he's everywhere in my life mm-hmm. with with my kids, my friends, my family, my wife, everywhere I turn, going to church, everywhere, he is he is mm-hmm. part of it. He has become more centralized. Well, and you seem different than you used to seem back before you would do that kind of stuff. I remember when um, when you used to, well, you, you never, like I kind of grew I up I get nervous. That, I'm like, oh, that, here goes. That, nah, it's nothing bad. <laughs> I'll give you a wink if I'm going to say something bad. You so go you right ahead. Go say whatever. That's what we do on you here. Know? I don't care. The, uh, all good. But no, I mean, you just, I mean, you, you know, I, knew, I knew you loved the Lord, knew you were a Christian, but you never talked about doing ministry or anything like that. Um, and, uh, and I just, you know, I did. I, mm-hmm. taught, I grew up kind of talking about doing stuff like that and that. Um, but you didn't. And so then one day, oh, seven, eight, nine years ago, you kind of mentioned something about it. And I was like, huh? <laughs> like, you thinking about doing ministry of some sort? Yeah. You're like, yeah, I'd like to maybe preach or this and that. Yeah. And yeah. I just thought, that's crazy because I've never once heard... But from that time on, you know, I really think, I really think that was just a changing in your walk with the Lord, you know, kind of a, you can't, but you start to notice that things are wrong. People have a wrong perspective. You're like, you, you think that God isn't there, but does everybody like, do all Christians actually think that, you know, do all Christians hit that point? Oh uh, yeah. Who knows? I don't know. Where they turn around and start to think, you know, start to feel that conviction to to want to do that. You know, to want to I mean, I don't know, probably I not. I don't think so. No. Cuz you know lots of we we know lots of Christians who they're led over this way, they're led over mm-hmm. that way. They serve over here, they serve over there. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, no. I wonder though, do you think 
But it does say go, every Christian go is preach convicted. the gospel. Every true Christian. Now, there, there's clearly plenty of people that call themselves Christians that mm-hmm. are. Mm-hmm. We know that there's going to be lots of people that think they serve the Lord that didn't. Yeah. You know, I think deep down in their spirits, they know, like, if you truly have a desire in your heart to not be that person, to me, that says you're not that person. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, so you don't have to be afraid of that. Your desire is for the Lord. Mm-hmm. Through all your flaws, through all your that, your desire is for the Lord. That's right. And, and you don't have anything to fear there. So those people, do you think, you know, I think everybody feels, because I think it's a, a conviction of the Holy Spirit. Like we feel that prick to share the Lord, that mm-hmm. prick in our hearts, you know, to, to get out there and share the gospel. Yeah. Right. Um, but do we take that leap or do we just kind of shelter in place? And I think about, I, I can think back, Henry, that back when um, you, you don't know what you don't know. Mm-hmm. And Jenny was the first person to ever use the phrasing, the great commission to me. Uh She said that. And I was like, where do you come up with this stuff? The great commission? What even is that? B-I-B-L-E. Yeah, right. Yes, that's the book for me. I stand upon the word of God, the B-I-B-L-E. Anyway. You didn't even laugh. You You didn't mess up and your tone and pitch is dead on. You are ready for Christmas carols. Oh, I'm, I'm just getting started. Yep, you're ready. Let's I'm do not this do thing. It. Well, I have faith, and you give it a run. So I will not do it. Oh, I cannot. I cannot. I cannot. I cannot do it. So, <laughs> so Jenny said that great commission thing, and yeah. I thought, I thought, is that something you picked up in your life group or something? The ladies just talking Christianese, about, you know, some kind of Christianese. Christianese, yeah. Yep. You just hit your Christianese bone. But then I come to find out, I'm like, it's kind of right up there with the, the, um, uh, what are those words? It's the Beatitudes. I had never heard of the Beatitudes until Sunday school at St. Stephen Methodist Church like six years ago, seven years ago. I thought they were, I thought they were making stuff up. I was like, what have I come across at this Methodist church? The Beatitudes? What even is that? So as these things finally hit me, you know, then you start mm-hmm. to realize, oh, this is something I'm supposed to know. This is something I'm supposed to be doing as a Christian, as a true Christian, somebody who has a relationship with God, interacts with him and serves him and does what the Bible mm-hmm. says. I'm supposed to do this stuff. So I didn't know mm-hmm. about the Great Commission phrasing. Mm-hmm. And now, of course, it's the end of every segment that you and I record on this podcast. Mm-hmm. Go ye therefore into all the world and preach the gospel. That's right. And I'm like, good grief, Gabe. But you don't know. But then once you do know, then the conviction, because we all know if you, why do you call me Lord, Lord, but do not do the things that I say? Well, that's scary. It's like, I'm sorry, Lord. Yeah. I'm sorry. Well, yeah, he's the Lord, and the Bible you, says to do. Jesus said, "If you go if preach you the gospel, you know me, but do not do the things I tell you to do. You're a liar, and the truth is not in you." Yeesh. you know that's heavy. How does that I mean, not convict? But I think it. I think so. It comes out of a place of love. Like I mean, so yeah, tell course. me. Of course. T- so so talking about you're like 
what changed for you? What changed about you? Like, how did it, what did it do for you starting to make those advances, to make those changes, to do those things in your life, to, to share the gospel? I mean, just off the top of your head, what are some oh, yeah, changes no. that? Well, my heart hurt. Mm-hmm. It hurt me to think. Well, no, not what led to it afterwards. Because we're, we're talking about what does it do for us as people? As as children of God, what does it do for us? Mm-hmm. Like, can you think of any differences that it made for you in you? I'll tell you what it did from from actually doing it. Yeah. Oh well, it made me more firm, and it made me mm-hmm. more firm in my relationship, in my views, in my beliefs. It's funny when you say something out loud; it's different than just when you mm-hmm. think it. Mm-hmm. Thinking stuff, mm-hmm. you can think it, but when you actually say it out loud. Either one, it has a ring of truth to it, or two, you realize how stupid it is. Um, you know, so it saying it out loud changes things. Yeah. And so for me, the more that I spoke about it, I felt more connected. I felt more like a soldier in the army of God. I felt like, okay, I feel like more like a like a captain mm-hmm. now and not not a private yeah. or whatever, whatever the lower ranks are. I felt like Okay, your your love for God is coming out more and more and at coming out of you because you're you're speaking it. You're speaking it out loud instead of so you know, you hear people talk sometimes and you go, "Man, you know, they're serving Satan. That's that's not of the Lord at all. It's not good." And but you just think it. You don't really say anything. Until the day comes that you mm-hmm. do say something and you go, hey, you know what? Can I offer a thought on that? If it's all right, I'm going to just, I want to throw something in on that conversation mm-hmm. you're just having there. And I want to tell you something that I know to be true. And at that point I get to go in and I get to start talking about it. And it does. I do feel more usable. I feel more useful to mm-hmm. God. Like I'm, doing something purposeful for the kingdom of heaven, for God's kingdom. And it does give me more purpose. Yeah. I feel more purpose in yeah. my life. Which more true purpose, because that true, is our purpose. True purpose. Well, exactly. It's our ultimate purpose. We know there's only one kind of purpose. And which it's hard to get through life without feel like you're feeling you're like you not only know your purpose, but you are fulfilling yeah. your purpose. What and you the only way to really fulfill purpose in life is... Serving God. The rest of it will ultimately fail us. But having purpose in life, people who, people who, you know, people who don't have purpose or don't feel hope, what do they do? That, I mean, live in depression. Yeah, which leads. Suicide. Death. I mean, yeah. Death. Yeah. People who lose all hope, slothfulness, disease, like all yes. that. Yeah, you're like yeah. you're staring you're at me. You're like, gosh, that's an endless list of terrors. Yeah, I'm like, it really does. <laughs> well, it kind of goes all over the map. It does. It's all satanic, but it's all bad. It's all Satan's plan. Good. Yeah. And so, for me, you ask that question. I'm like, for me, witnessing to people and telling them about the light of the world, <laughs> it it builds me in my soul. It gives me hope. 
it gives me it gives me that feeling of connection to what God really wanted for me in my life when he made me. Oh yeah. Well, I tell you this, for me it draws me closer to God. Yeah. Yes. You know, I feel like I'm walking with an awareness of his presence more consistently when I challenge myself out there, almost like it destroys a part of me, a large part of me and makes room for more of him. Yeah. Yep. You know, we talk about, we talk about sacrificing ourselves. You know, we talk about, we talk about um, being willing to give up our lives for Christ or hoping that we would be willing to, but we may not even be willing to live for him. Mm -hmm. You know, we're here, we're here now. We're able to lay our lives down by taking up our cause daily. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what, and, you know, and, and do we or don't we? I mean, uh, most of us don't, especially here in the West. Um, but when we do, and we feel a certain level of, like I say, just selflessness that comes where I walk around Gabe thinking about the Lord more consistently what he's doing in my life, what he wants for me in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas like you said, uh, uh, when I don't, because, and you, you can be there, you can be at that point and then slide backside to a point where you're not living that life. You can very easily get to the point to where you're not, you're not able to, but you can end up regressing to the point, you know, which I kind of want to touch on that as well. We know that we know that it uplifts us. It builds us to be better people. But, but when we stop, when we remove ourselves from the battle, because that's kind of where we're at, right? We're in the battle. Mm-hmm. We're on the front lines. And when we back ourselves out of it, and I'm not sure, I mean, I'm not saying, Gabe, that you have to be going out on the streets and pounding the pavement. But are we looking for, for every opportunity that we can get to just share Jesus? To just speak the name of Jesus. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I think it comes a long ways when you don't worry about what's going to happen. To do witnessing. Yeah. To tell about Jesus. One of the biggest things that stopped me was... I was worried about what somebody think of me. Yeah. And I was like, which a lot of people do. They're going to think that I'm a, a religious nut. And I'm like, I guess I am. <laughs> I am, I am nuts for God. He's been all in my life. He's always been with me. I've, I felt God's yeah. presence all my life. What am I supposed to do? This is, this is my life. It's my whole life. But I was like, well, think about how, think about how people thought of John the Baptist. I mean, they thought he was a wild man, right? Live in the desert, wild hair. Oh yeah. You you think about all this stuff. Leather strapped to hold his garments on and eating locusts and wild honey. Right. But still, when you think about these heroes of the Bible, it doesn't feel real. Like you're like, well, that's what they did. So that's what I'm going to do. Yeah. But then it doesn't. Then it don't feel real until you're standing there yourself in front of somebody wanting to tell them, but also nervous. If I say this, are they going to think I'm nuts? Yeah. And of course, that was 
for me. Is it going to affect my business? That was, or, what's or is it going to affect my business? So when that's you do. So that's a big one. Well, that's a big one. Is it going to affect my business? Yeah. Because then what do you, in your heart of hearts, what do you know then? What's the painful realization when yeah, you ask that, that question? That your, your income means more than God. Or is at least yeah. borderline. It's question. It's a question. It hurts your heart because it's you go, a question. Am I yeah. really doing all I can for the kingdom, mm-hmm. or does money matter Come first more to me? So I won't say that thing to that person that I know I should, and, or I won't hold them accountable. So that's another thing that happens. Then the more that you do put God first in yeah. witnessing, uh-huh. the more. His glory begins to shine, yeah, and the things of the earth grow strangely, strangely dim, as the song used to say. Mm-hmm. You start to, it? you start turn to. your eyes upon Jesus. Turn your eyes upon Jesus. Let's see. Turn your eyes upon Jesus. Look full in His wonderful face. Ah, yeah, look at you laughing and you're chuckling because you, you, your voice will cracked. go strangely dim. In the light of his glory and grace. Yeah. Like, I love that. That's the, the things of earth. 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 Our things <laughs> of earth will grow strangely dim in the light of his glory. That's a beautiful song. And grace. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. And I that's, mean, this is, we walk on earth. We're human. We're yeah. flesh. I mean, I have germs on me right now. I have my skin is flaking. You got germies. Pastor Tommy was saying on Sunday that twenty five thousand skin cells per hour come off a human. I was like, thanks, Tommy. <laughs> In a room full of about a thousand or whatever people. Everybody start looking around. Oh yeah. You get see start see people scratching so their like, how many, itching their how many people in that auditorium? That's what I said about a thousand, thirteen hundred, fifteen hundred, I don't know. So you're talking about two hundred and fifty thousand to 350,000 million skin cells. That's a million. Oh, million. Yeah. yeah. 10 people would be 250,000. Jumping 000. off during that one hour. 25,000. 10, 10 would be. Two, yeah, 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 yeah. That's millions. So anyway, yeah. you we're, we're made out of flesh. We have to walk on the earth. We have to walk amongst sin and all this stuff. But we're designed for heaven. And the, but the, the burden of it all is is really tricky. It's hard being here on earth, but we were designed for heaven. And our I think mm-hmm. our walk in life is to get closer and closer mm-hmm. to God and less and less do the things that Satan planted in front of us to stop us and to sidetrack us like from less and less and less do yeah. they matter. Yeah. The closer we go to God and the no farther question. we walk with him. Yep. We go, This doesn't matter. All you hear, what do people on their deathbeds all what do they say? All the dead people, people dying on their deathbeds. They said the same thing. What? I don't know. What? They all say, I wish I would have done things this way. Mm-hmm. I would. Oh, the ones who, the ones who didn't, the ones who are walking close right. with the Lord are always like, take me home father. Right. But the ones who didn't, they're like, I wasted a lot of time. Mm-hmm. I didn't, I didn't use my time the way that I now realize. Oh, yeah. well, I think I've told the story before, but I read a book and, and it, there was this uh, story about this old man that came to the Lord at a revival. And uh, the name of the book was Don't Waste Your Life. Mm-hmm. And the man 
got saved and then was just crying and crying. They asked him, why are you crying? And he says, I've wasted so much time. Yeah. You know, you only just have so much time. Mm. But the benefits, like, man, if you want to look at it selfishly, well, you're talking about walking in peace. Yes. You're going to walk in complete and total peace because it's going to chip away at, at the selfish things. And the things of the earth will begin to grow dim. Yeah. And all you'll care about is the light of his glory and grace, even if you walk alone. You know, it's hard for me to imagine walking alone because we have such a big family. Mm-hmm. But there are people out there that that don't. And I, and I do think, man, if what if something happened to my whole family and I was out there by myself? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Would God be enough? Mm-hmm. And it just it just all depends on how, how I'm walking. But you hear of families that, uh, you know, Amish families and stuff like that, and their, their kids got killed. You know, you hear about that story, and they went and, and uh, to, I think it was to the, the family of the kid. Murderer. The, the guy, the murderer, yeah. And uh, loved on them and brought yeah. them food. Yeah. And prayed for them. And, I mean, well, that's walking. You're, you're going to find out who you are. Yeah. What you really believe. Yeah. You're just going to be better able to handle life when it comes at you, no matter what it may be. Huh? I've been, I've been, I've had some hard times, some depressing times in my mm-hmm. life. And, um, the one thing I could never and didn't want to escape was just the true fact that mm-hmm. no matter what I am going through and no matter how miserable I am, the cool fact remains, God is still God. Mm-hmm. You know what I used to think about? Mm. Remember when the movie The Matrix came out? Mm-hmm. So I was like, man, if that were true, and I, you know, I was in the Matrix, and I, they unplugged me from the system, and all of a sudden I wake up and found out that the whole world was fake, that I thought was true. I was like, oh shoot, there'd be no God, because somebody pre-trained me to believe there was a God. And I, and then I realized, no, that has nothing to do with God. God created everything, period. He was before the matrix. He yeah. was after it. Yeah. I'm like, the neat thing about God is he's reliable. Yeah. He's, he's unchangeable. Yeah. He doesn't change. All our silliness. The other day I was at church and I was praising, worshiping. And um, I was like having a a hard time getting in the spirit of praise and worship. And I, I just, you know, and it it came back to me, Gabe, you are approaching God who, who, even though your, your offering of praise and worship is adultered, even though it's not perfect, you're offering what you can to God who receives and accepts Mm -hmm. whatever it is that you have to offer. And he is legit and real on a level I can never be. Mm-hmm. And he is worthy of whatever I can give. And I mean, he's still awesome, even though I stink. That's what was fun about it. I'm like, thank you, Father, for being reliable to me. Even though I stink, you don't. My my praise and worship, yeah. my heart is not fully in my praise and worship right now. But that doesn't stop the fact that you are worthy, period. Mm. And that connection, that connection 
is his is it's one of a hundred different things that lead me to go witnessing is I don't I, I I don't want anybody to not get to feel that. I want everybody to feel that kind of freedom to be not perfect. Mm-hmm. We're supposed to strive for perfection, but right, we're not perfect though. We'll never be perfect. But does that mean God loves us less? I'm like, no way. He loves us. But we do shut ourselves off from him and and from, you know, kind of put barriers between us. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm yeah. not saying it completely every, shuts every off. Every single him, human but, does. Yeah. No, yeah, but, but nobody does. But do the that. more we do those types of things, look, we're not saved by faith or, or we're not saved by works. works. Mm-hmm. We're saved by grace. Um, it's but, grace. But to what level we want to go in our walks with Christ. Yeah. Has to do with, you know, how much of ourselves we're willing to lay down and, it's and a, sacrifice, yes. walk away from to draw closer to him. I mean, let it go. You think about it, the more, the more layers you have between you and you know, the object of your desire, whatever that may be, the, the harder it is going to be to get to that object. Mm-hmm. The more layers you remove, the more barriers that you remove, the easier it's going to be to get yep. that object. I you saw when these are these are barriers boom, that you're putting up front. Boom. By 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 not being willing to do that, that's the mm-hmm. big boom, huge barrier that stands between you and God. And then you start to drift a little bit more, and you start to maybe feel like maybe it starts with watching a show, and mm-hmm. then turns to watching another uh, show. To doing a doing a uh, there's a snow day and you're gonna do a movie marathon, you know, <laughs> and then um, then you're wrapped up in this series and then you know the new Madden you see a commercial the new Madden's coming out so you go and you get the new Madden video game and or maybe you like to build you stuff get the or... get the PlayStation and you you I'll, know I'll tell you what's got my attention is my grass mm-hmm. the grass in my yard has got my attention mm-hmm. pretty heavily. Mm-hmm. It could be which, which we're supposed to do things. I mean, that that's not a problem. But whenever these things start to, before you know it, you feel yourself drift. Mm-hmm. And you look up and you're like, I'm a, why am I not close to God? Because you're not putting, you're not laying yourself out there. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not, you're living in your comfort zone. I'll Again, you. are you going to go to hell? No, that's not what I'm saying. But are you putting these barriers one barrier leads to a second barrier, leads to a third barrier till you're like, Shh. and the quick way out of that, the quick way out of all these barriers, you can start to eliminate one after the other, or you can start to live sacrificially. Let's mm-hmm. say I'm going to speak out for God. Yeah, I'm gonna, uh, and I'm going to mean it when I talk about it. I'm going to be excited about it when I talk about it. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you, all the other barriers are going to start to, to fall away. And disappear. <laughs> I like Gone. that. I like that. Put your focus where it needs to be. That's right. But this is part. This is this. I love this this topic because it is fun. Doesn't doesn't God want us to be treated to to enjoy our life? Wouldn't you say He didn't put us here for suffrage? Uh. Not we do suffer and it's good for us, 
But do you think he wants us to be miserable when he created us or to be no. joyful? No, not miserable, but and this is a deep thing. Will, I'm just keep it, yeah. keep it surface right, right, level right. with me. Right, okay. well, I know you. I'm I, like we can we, go to James and we really can, dive we can, into this. Yes, but, we yeah. can, but yeah. I don't think God created us on a simple, just on simplest levels. He didn't create us for suffrage. He created us for companionship with Him, right? Which is joyful, right? And so, um, I love this because what's wrong with receiving benefit to us by? This, uh, by uh, reaching out to people and yeah. um, witnessing, uh, is should should that be wrong that we get benefit by telling people about Jesus? I don't think that's wrong. I love it. To no, me, it lines up that way. Yeah, yeah. Everything having all that is good comes from above. Yeah. Should we feel bad that we feel good about it? Yeah. Right. You know yeah, exactly. What we get out of it. Like, that's no. what I've been getting at for the last sixty no. seconds. Yeah. Why didn't you just say that? I, yeah, I need you, man. Yeah, yeah. I got you, bro. <laughs> I'm like, I can't, I can't articulate it. It's driving me crazy. So, yeah, I think I love that. Mm. I'm man's my the most jubilant moments of my life have been due to something God was doing. Mm. I, I get overwhelmed. I don't cry for just any old reason, but yeah. man, more times. Have I cried in my life for, in worship oh, than yeah. any over any other thing in my life? Mm. Praising when I was mm. praising and worshiping, I've tears have rolled. Or recognizing God's glory, his his mm. his endless um endlessness, his majesty. Mm-hmm. I've cried over who God is more than anything else, hands down in my life. Mm-hmm. And I just think that's that's what connection is. I'm like when we recognize his awesomeness, his his power, his love, his endless love. But you get to experience that mm-hmm. by when you do witnessing. He it, he told Moses, "Go, go to Egypt. Mm-hmm. Tell Pharaoh, let my people go." Let them go. Go speak. Moses like, I don't want to do that. Go speak, go speak, yep. I don't want to do that. But he did go do it. And he was blessed. It was a, it was, it changed the course of the last 400 years of slavery. And ultimately it's not about. My God is God. mm, It's not about what, how great we can have it here on earth. No. It's about serving well. Yeah. Until we get to eternity. So, you know. so I guess it's good we say that. That's, yeah. That's, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Giving up ourselves, being sacrificial, taking up our crosses daily. Mm-hmm. And it's a decision that has to be made daily. I think remembering that, you know, yes. that's I try to remember that in the mornings when I get up. Get up and Lord, remember. please help me to take up my cross today. Who and if I fail, I repent for that at the end of the day. When I fail, I repent for that at the end of the day. But I have to remind myself in the morning. Lord God, help me to help me to take up my cross today. Yeah, you know, walking out the the uh, the Lord's prayer, our Father in heaven, hallowed be Thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is. That's my favorite heaven. part. Give me this day my daily bread, and forgive me my trespasses, as I forgive those who trespass me, and lead me not into temptation, but deliver me from evil. You know, but but might really as well finish just, it. What was the last part? 
for thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Yep. You know, but just, just getting out there and, and, uh, daily, you know, taking it up. And if you fall back, that's okay, man. Have some grace for yourself. When? Cause this is not, yeah, this is not, you're not going to be perfect. It's never going to happen. Nobody on the planet is. We strive for it. You know, if you love the Lord, you want it. You want it so bad. It's easy to beat ourselves up because we want it so bad. Yeah, have some grace. Mm-hmm. Have some grace because the more you beat yourself up, the harder it's going to be to get back up the next day. Don't, don't don't pummel yourself. Go to the Lord. Repent. Yeah, I messed up, Lord. I love you. And I don't want to dwell in that. Please forgive me. Help me to be better. You know. I had a neat, a neat conversation one time witnessing to a guy that we worked with and man henry i felt it mm-hmm. i felt the holy spirit was guiding my words because he was he was kind of not there at first mm-hmm. and the next thing you know he wasn't justifying he wasn't talking much mm-hmm. he was just locked in to what i was saying and i could tell god is reaching out to you through me Mm-hmm. And you feel mm-hmm. it. You feel the truth of what I'm saying. You might be scared to let go of what you believe is true, but I could tell he felt the truth. You know, and and here's the thing: I do believe because it's easy to think, well, what if I hadn't spoke up? What do you got the message just now? No, I think the Lord's going to make sure that people get the opportunity to have the message. Mm-hmm. That's why I almost think it's more about what it does for you between your relationship with the Lord than it is about you being so important to, to share the message because God can't get it out without you. You no, know what I'm saying? A, that's a whole nother thing, like too. It's a whole, that's a whole deep conversation, yeah, too. It is. Just something to, something to chew on. Well, anytime, anytime we ever get self-focused, I think it's mm-hmm. a mistake. Mm-hmm. If you're self-focused at all, it's a mistake. There's, yeah. there's something wrong, and you need to search your heart, and you need to get to the Lord and say, I don't even know what it is, but I don't feel right because... Mm-hmm. I'm thinking about me. Mm-hmm. But if you're praying about that, your heart's headed in the right direction already. So you can be encouraged in that. Just the fact that That's you're right. recognizing it. That's right. Yeah, it's good. Ah, good chat, Gabe. Yeah. I enjoyed it as always. As did I. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for this day. Lord, we ask that you help us to be better witnesses. Uh, never stop convicting us. And uh, please give us the wisdom and the words to speak when we do choose to follow through on it. And help us to be better in our relationship with, with you because of it. Lord, we worship you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Go ye into all the world. And preach the gospel. Amen. podcast many times and it's never been mature. Well, we're not trying to be mature.